Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. You know, when trust has been severed in a marriage, that healing process, if it happens, can take a really long time. And so if you or a couple you know is facing a hard situation right now, please know we're here to help. I'm John Fuller, along with my Focus colleagues and friends, Greg and Aaron Smalley. And when trust has been damaged, let's say, Aaron, because of an affair, um, what would your observation be about a kind of a time frame for healing in that relationship? It is different for everybody, John, sure. In but the research shows about 18 months is the average. However, that, that means it can be less or it can be more. It takes time to reestablish that connection as well as to allow both hearts to heal. And so sometimes it involves individual counseling and then marriage counseling or individual counseling and then a marriage intensive. It just all depends. And was the infidelity severed and stopped? And how did each of the individuals move forward? But but overall, I would say it's about an 18-month stretch. That is a long bit of time for healing to really happen, but uh, it is possible. And we're going to hear some more hope today as we uh, hear the story of Pastor Ron and Jody Zappia. Uh, they walked through a really dark time after Ron admitted he was having an affair. And here they are telling more of their story to Jim Daly. What was your conviction at that moment? I mean, this is before you became Christians, but it's yeah. weird in that you had this sensitivity, I guess would be a good word. Mm-hmm. You had a sensitivity toward God. Why? Yeah. What was happening spiritually for you guys? I mean, this is like the yeah. worst moment of your life. It is. Um, ironically, the night before what we call our, you know, yeah, the worst the night of our <laughs> life up until that point, I had actually seen some kind of television show and it had softened my heart to the point where I had recognized something was wrong in our relationship. I didn't know what. And I actually shot a prayer up to God. I didn't pray very often. I didn't know God personally, but occasionally I would pray. And usually it was when I was in trouble and I was sensing trouble. Um, And I remember just kind of praying like, Lord, you know, or God, I don't know what's going on, but if something's wrong, if you'll show me what it is, I'll do my part. Mm. Um, But ironically, you know, that really got my attention because I remembered the minute I saw that something was really bad, um, God had my attention. I can remember almost being like, okay, what do you want? Like he had my attention. That's amazing. You know, people that... um put that offer forward to God, if I could say Mm -hmm. it in that way. Mm -hmm. God, if you speak to me, I'll do what you tell me to do. It's usually in a moment of a valley. Mm -hmm. It's rare that we do that on the mountaintop, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I guess the question is how, what were those emotions like? I mean, you couldn't, I'm sure you couldn't Mm -hmm. trust Ron at this point. Mm -hmm. That was blown away. Right. And how how did God answer you? Yeah, well, he had my attention, and um, but I had no clue what to do. Uh, so I sought a little bit of counsel, and you know, my sister had just kind of said, "Well, you can't just get a divorce." Like I was definitely planning to get divorced. Why did she say that? You know, again, that wouldn't have been something she would normally say, but her husband apparently was actually telling her to say you know, make sure she gets counseling and Christian counseling. And that just came from his church background. But that wasn't the way they, you know, would normally. But I, again, I was just in such a, 
a fog at that moment. I just knew I could trust my sister. If she told me something, I was like, okay, I'll just do that. And so... So you went um, to Christian counseling. I, well, I went across the street, actually, just to a church that happened to be across First, from right. our apartment. And um, the very just next morning... Man, think yeah. of that. Talk about just, <laughs> just churches it, and yeah, neighborhoods it, all over the I country. And she put a dress on and, and I waited for I looked at her, what are you doing? Over. I mean, what do you... You know, you asked how, how where we were emotionally. I mean, I was clueless. I had no spiritual... Uh, awakening, understanding. I was at rock bottom. I mean, I just, you know, yeah. that's where I was. Mm-hmm. So I go across the street and um, I wait for church to actually be over. Before you went in, you went, Yeah, I didn't okay, go no. to church. Almost, I just wanted to get the counseling my cute. sister told me I had to get. Yeah. So I walked in there and I'm looking at the walls and bulletin boards, looking for something about counseling. And then there's this one really sweet lady there and she came up and offered to help. And immediately we had a connection. Ironically, our... Um, she had a really heavy Asian accent, and I didn't realize, but it was actually an Asian church that was getting ready to meet in the afternoon. But the Lord even <laughs> worked through that language barrier, and she was able to say, you know, I told her, oh, I need to get counseling, and I think it's the first time I had to verbalize this to someone. So I started wow. crying, and she, her eyes welled up, and, yeah. and she was like, um, well, my husband, he was a failure too. And then she said, but go to Widow Creek. And it was Willow Creek, which is uh, up in Barrington. But I thought she'd said Widow. And I was, I almost said it and I didn't. It was like, well, I thought about killing him last night, but I, that's why I'm here. <laughs> oh, my and, goodness. Uh, I, I thought that was well, a bad idea. Oh but At least you anyhow, had a sense of humor. I, I figured it out. Yes, I figured out. No. So I trusted, again, her, but she gave me some really wise words. And that was, um, but don't go there with half your heart. Go there with your whole heart. And those words would come back to me. So we ended up leaving, um, or I ended up leaving, and Ron decided to come along to this marriage ministry that was meeting at this large okay. church in uh, um, in Illinois. And they, uh, we walked in there, and um, that was where God started this work. And then within two weeks of being in this workshop, I ended up um, requesting for a meeting because I had to make a decision about this divorce. Well, Greg, some couples listening right now might be right where the Zappias were, um, and you've done a lot of work with couples in marriage. Uh, you were really at the start of our Hope Restored ministry effort way back when. Um, you've seen God restore marriages. What's that like? Yeah, we've we've seen that play out countless times. Working with couples, we've had some dear friends who've walked out that same journey, painful, painful journey. And have just seen God so transform their marriage. And and that's the hope. And I always encourage a couple who are facing this long road, and and that's okay. I mean, you you, you have to understand it is a long road, but it's going to be beautiful as you guys really start to figure some things out and healing takes place and, and you're learning, okay, what was going on in our marriage and, and, and this is what we want our newly rebuilt new marriage to look like. I always tell couples, go to the Old Testament book of Hosea. It is such a powerful testimony of, of a couple who had to deal with infidelity, but also God's marriage to the children of Israel. That's his bride and the infidelity there. And and what I love about the book of Hosea is that right in the middle, so it's chapter 2, verse 14, where God begins to lay out a plan of how he's going to win back his wife who's been unfaithful. John, it is so powerful. I mean, so just for a moment, just think about that. Here's God 
saying, hey, my bride was unfaithful and I'm going to pursue her. I'm going to woo her. I'm going to win her back. I'm going to rebuild our marriage relationship. I'm going to forgive. And here's how. I, I always encourage couples, you, you take that book, starting at chapter 2, verse 14, and you use it as your own Bible study. And you just go through verse by verse, just one a day, like just unpack it. And what God is showing, it gives so much hope, and you're seeing what God hmm. did. And that's all the hope we need. And that's not minimizing or marginalizing the extreme pain the the broken trust. I mean, all that's still true. Yeah. But to know this is what God did within His marriage, and and I want that same thing. Mm-hmm. And having been a part of the intensives so for so many years in the past, just watching couples be restored through that program is phenomenal. Granted, I have seen that healing happen in my own counseling practice. It is possible. It does take work, and it takes getting support around you both of you mm-hmm. saying, you know what, we're here with you and we're going to walk this long road with you. And ultimately seeing the healing and restoration of a marriage post-infidelity is phenomenal. Yeah, It is not easy, but it is worth it. You end up changing the legacy, the trajectory. That's what I was thinking about is yeah. the generational impact yes, is it's, phenomenal. It's there. Yeah. And John, Aaron, and I worked with our Hope Restored counselors to actually create a document called Recovering from an affair. Mm-hmm. So it's a great summary from some of the best counselors on this planet mm-hmm. on on how to do that. So um, what you can do as an individual, how you begin to support your spouse, how you begin to heal your marriage, all of that's in there that is so powerful and it gives you a game plan. Because mm-hmm. often people, as they begin to journey this out, it's, it's so overwhelming, so confusing. What do we do? What should we do and not do? And all that is within that document. We can link to that. Yeah, we'll have the link in the newly revised show notes for uh, that, that document, that PDF. Also, we'll have details about Hope Restored, which is a phenomenal marriage intensive. Um, we have uh, so many couples that go through that and find the help they need, uh, have their hope restored, literally. And we want you to experience that if you need that. We'll also link over to a variety of other resources. We want to support you, particularly if there's been a fracture in the trust of your relationship. The starting point is the episode notes or give us a call, 800, the letter A in the word family. And then we heard from Ron and Jody Zappia, and they've written a great book, The Marriage Knot. And we've got copies of that here. We'll send one to you if you can make a donation of any amount to Focus on the Family today. And we'll say thanks in advance for doing that. Dr. Kevin Lehman joins us next time to discuss ways that you can better serve your spouse. And for now, on behalf of the Smallies and the entire team here, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.